There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 457. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. And that's Ichigo. Unfortunately, we cannot hear her, sadly, for some odd reason. I have my mic all set up. Well, they can kind of hear you, kind of, sort of. Can you hear me now? Oh, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay, that's weird, because I didn't change any settings, so wee. Well, things happen, you know, so. Anywho, we are live tonight, week of June 30th, 2020 right here on Twitch TV. You can find us every week here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also hosted uh, hosted with by the amazing people over at uh, VOG Network. That's Twitch TV slash VOG Network. Uh, they kick things off on Sunday with uh, the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio, who just celebrated their 18th anniversary on the air. Well, I guess they're old enough to vote now, huh? And um, I understand there was a bit of a double sound echo on on the intro. My apologies if you notice the last couple of episodes we've had, I've had issues of showing off like the intros and stuff like that because VLC and OBS or Streamlabs OBS either or doesn't play well. So I've been kind of playing around with something. So I'll have to tweak that later. So hopefully uh, next week you won't have that. Which is also another reason why you don't hear background music as we kick off the podcast. So, you know. And yes, Theo, they are U.S. citizens. Don't worry. Uh, anywho, uh, how is everybody doing tonight? Mm. I didn't end yet. I, I, I... You cut out so badly, Ichigo. That's really weird. Yep. Yep, that's right, Theo. We are doing top tier. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. I guess uh, I need to figure out what's going wrong with my audio board. But, yay, super fun times. Am I better now, guys? Oh, perfect. Yeah. We're all kosher? Okay, yep. cool. My Blue Yeti is being silly today. He's being a little spicy meatball. So, um, nah, yeah. No, we're doing good. Well, as you can see, we are doing pretty decent for how it is. And if you notice our layout, I've kind of tweaked it some, you know, make it a little bit brighter. So 
I'll just, I thank Itchio for helping me to make sure it kind of looked the way it should, so. And that's all that matters. That and I'm tr I was also trying to hide little Skype um, idol icon or something like that. Wait, is that a bubbly I saw? Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Just, I mean, I, it is a bubbly, but it's seltzer. Not sponsored, by the way. Just, uh -huh. I like their seltzer. Because it's cheap and it's tasty. And uh -huh. stay hydrated. Stay hydrated, friends. Uh -huh. uh, the Ichigo <laughs> commands you. Um, I see you have good taste in sparkling water, my dear. I haven't had, no, I I've had bubbly in a while because it, it hasn't been on sale, so I've been picking up aha uh -huh, and other stuff so you know anywho mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man let's let's get let's get down to business because there is so much stuff to talk about tonight so mm -hmm. um let's kick things off with how was your week how was your day ari did y'all miss me not being here last week yeah yes, we, we absolutely did hmm. uh well let's see uh, besides that you know got paid a month but, you know, had to stockpile half of that for uh, bills and the other half for rent so I can uh, use next paycheck to uh, actually cover it. Oh, I... Because we don't, we don't get any kind of uh, rent lenience in my area. That screw mm. us, apparently. Uh, let's see. You know, still been playing Animal Crossing a lot. And uh, I, I will just say this briefly about uh last week's discussion about dads yeah that uh <clears throat> piccolo isn't all that like isn't such hot shit with his uh lima syndrome he's got with gohan and uh one uh, mathematically like one divided by gendo equals maze hughes that's how bad of a father gendo is mm. numbers don't lie fair enough uh, but yeah, other than that, things have just been a dull slog towards, uh, I don't know what to call it, oblivion, I guess, that we're uh, dealing with with the pandemic and all. So mm -hmm. I'm surviving, I guess you could say, but. No, I, I totally get that. So yeah, that's how things have been going for me. How was your week? How was your day? I went to work and I bought some um, video games because, you know, Kingdom Hearts on the Xbox is a necessity. <laughs> uh, and I've been reading, like, duh. Anything else, really? Um, no, I haven't played Animal Crossing in like five weeks, so I'm trying to clear out all my weeds now. Gotcha. Because right. you can still get miles for selling them. Yeah, it's just a matter of actually going and collecting them all. Mm hmm. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, 
it was good earlier this week when we were working on audio and video stuff, but apparently my wireless mic doesn't want to work tonight. My Blue Yeti is being a little extra spicy. Not chef's kiss. You don't get the chef's kiss tonight, Blue Yeti. Misbehaving over here. But um, <laughs> otherwise, I've been working really hard on updating my stream um, and trying to push myself to get over a mental block so that I just, just do it. Oh, um, and... Uh, basically get over that block. I also inherited some broken uh, Brookstone cat ear headphones, so I've been actually breaking them down and going inside and seeing if I can repair them myself, which is scary technology, is spooky. Um, and of course, still working on librarily uh, categorizing my uh, hoard of fabric, so that has been a crazy, crazy journey. And uh, in general, just trying to do lots of things to keep myself busy. Um, I found that losing myself in my work is my best way of combating um, anxiety and depression. So I use those coping mechanisms because they seem healthier than the alternative. Now, now you want, look, let, let me tell you, I, I totally agree with you on that because I don't really talk about this, but on my last relationship that everybody knew that I was in after all of that, I just fell deep down the hole of anime cosplays and computers and stuff because it was the only way I could basically deal with the situation and put my take my mind off of it until it just bubbled up and I think I just had a I think I had a, mem a meltdown like in June of that year or something like that. But for the most part, it's like I lately like given what's been going on, I mean all I've done is just sit here watch TV, lay in bed, and just, you know. And I keep saying I need to finish Final Fantasy VII Remake so I can get into Sakura Wars, and then maybe start Kingdom Hearts. By the way, Mako-chan, hmm? did you start Kingdom Hearts? No, because I can't find my damn controller. Oh, God. It is still missing. I have no idea where the hell it is. Wow. I, I have a feeling because I keep all of the um, TV stuff near uh, the computer so that I can mm -hmm. uh, put Netflix or Hulu on right. when I do have my work from home days. Um, so they should be on that nightstand right there. And the fact that the TV remote was there, but my uh, Xbox controller is missing... I have a feeling the cats ended up knocking it down and it's under something or behind something. So now I have to pull everything apart just mm. to try and find where the damn controller is. Sounds very much like a cat prerogative. Knock shit over and hide it from the human. So they must pay attention to me. Exactly, yep. exactly. <laughs> Except I'm still not going to pay attention to these damn cats. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, like... There was like a running joke when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, PlayStation 4 fans tried to troll the Xbox One community saying, oh, they've never played Kingdom Hearts before. Bitch, let me tell you something. <sighs> Every person that has an Xbox One who picked up Kingdom Hearts 3 played 1 and 2 because they had a PlayStation 2. I mean, really. Almost yep. everybody I knew had a friggin' PlayStation 2. Even those who had an Xbox, they also had a PlayStation 2. So, and if you go on the Microsoft Store, you can pick up 1.5 and 2.5 HD Remix and 2.8 Final Remix as a digital download. 
for purchase. And if you have Game Pass, you can download and play it for free. Anywho, uh, housekeeping. Um, due to the fact I may be postponing my trip in the next two weeks to Labor Day weekend, there may not be a show that weekend. That and I'd rather let everybody travel back on Monday, and I'll travel back on that Tuesday, something like that. I think that what might happen, or might get postponed to to August, we will see. I haven't fully decided, so I'm just figuring stuff out. So you know. That's basically that for housekeeping. Um, next up is Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we talk about some of the cool geek stuff in our lives, and we just talk about non-anime stuff, like geeky stuff we have been going through throughout, you know, throughout the week or and so on and so forth. You know, human stuff. So uh, let's kick things off with that with Ari. Um, I did manage to pick up Clubhouse games yeah. on the uh, on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I know of only like two or three people, all my friends used to play it though, but it's it's still a lot of fun. It's yeah. introduced me to a whole bunch of uh, games I'd never played before. Nah. Um, I, but it does have like more complicated things like chess and shogi and go, but uh, some of the uh, AIs for them aren't exactly very robust. Mm. Still fun though. I mean, I played all the uh, Clubhouse games on the, on the the DS, mm-hmm. DS or 3DS. Yeah, I think it was 3DS that it, that it first came out on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus, there's a thing where you keep, where uh, you can like link multiple systems together, which yeah. means you can like link up four different switches, and you can just have them like sync up and just make things like a, a giant. You know, slot car racing mm-hmm. set that goes across all screens. And now you can trade Pokemon to evolve them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll give them any ideas. Yeah, I know. It's like Pokemon Color back in the day. It just reminds me of the Game Boy when we got the old sync up, and it was yeah. just like, oh my gosh, now they're developing Pokemon that you can exchange. But I think I'm going too far back. I'm aging myself. Anybody in chat who remembers those days? No, I still I, have I my do. Game Boy Color. I do. Now, now on a side note, um... I'm I'm walking down the street, and I just and I I had like this more like a realization. I remember a time when you would go down the street or hop on the bus or hop on the subway, you'd see everybody just with some type of Game Boy, maybe a PSP, but generally some type of Game Boy or something like that playing it. Nowadays, nowadays it's mobile phones, and then maybe once a day you'll see somebody with a Switch. So. I mean, Dead by Daylight Mobile isn't that bad. And we go into our chat room here um, at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, Hype Mayhem agrees uh, about about, about uh, Kingdom Hearts earlier. As the only console I have is a 360, which plays second fiddle to the PC. You know, I totally get that. Um, I'm more of a console gamer than a PC gamer. Granted, the fact that Age of Empires is on Game Pass, and I found myself sitting here playing it again, you know. It's like my ultimate time waste between that and PSO2. As EOX75 says, his modded PS2 still runs like a champ. The, the drive still runs also. I assume it's probably a fat that he, that he has so he can actually have the drive bay go in, you know, because you can't do it with the slim, so. And not that it really matters to me, so. I mean, we're at a point where you have pretty good PS2 emulation on PC now, so. Alright, didn't mean to cut you off like that already. 
No, that I was just done in the general, so that okay. that was the only big thing. Mm. All right, Marco Chan, what you got to show off for us today? Um, so today I have some pop figures. Um, I don't know how I got into collecting these things so damn quickly. Me. Um. Well, no, I I started with like one or two, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I should probably start collecting the ones that I actually cosplay. Mm -hmm. And then it went from there to, oh my god, they're doing, you know, classic X-Men, and oh, hey, they're doing Salt and Peppa, and oh, look, Labyrinth. And so, um, these two are some of my latest ones, Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, yeah, so I, I like myself some Rogue and Gambit. Is that um, your favorite X-Men pairing? I think so. Um, I, I My favorite character uh, in X-Men is Rogue. And then um, my second favorite is Storm. But um, So yeah, I, I really enjoy her storyline mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, with everything that she had going on that Gambit still actually wanted to be with her. And while nearly killing himself multiple times to do it, um, as weird as it is, that level of devotion just seemed kind of cool for, you know, her being Mm -hmm. stuck with the power that she has. So, yeah, um, definitely my favorite couple. But, uh, yeah, um, just, uh, yeah. (laughs) Rogue was the best in X-Men vs. Street Fighter because you could actually steal other characters that special moves I with remember, her. Yep, yep, yep. Now, is that your favorite uh, Marvel pairing as well? Or is that uh, just on your list? Hmm. I don't know if it might if it would be my favorite Marvel pairing, just because of the different storylines in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's way up there, I think. Okay. Fair enough. I get that. I, I'm like I'm really hoping just because of um, how much I really do enjoy the crossovers and bringing in so many different Marvel mm-hmm. characters. Um, the fact that Ms. Marvel is her own entity now, I really hope that when the X-Men are reintroduced, we get a really good storyline for Rogue. Yeah. Um, because I, I wanna I, I wanna see a true to her origin story. Gotcha. Which that unfortunately the the X Men series that are out now played on but didn't go all the way. I, I totally get you on that. But yeah, other than that, I actually started writing um fan fiction which has been absolutely amazing uh, to actually get back into writing. And uh, yeah, that that would be some Harry Potter and Supernatural crossover. Because, mm. um, <laughs> you know, it's just, that's just me. Uh, don't talk to me about writing. I got like half a dozen. I, I should be doing that myself. I got like a dozen different snippets in a separate file because I picture the scenes in my head, but I haven't gotten that far in the story to actually write them down on the in the continuity you know what i mean 
I feel like for a lot of you writers, we're starting to get into that the shining time where it's just like you're going to go a little bit intense from uh, the cabin fever, as it were. So do take care of yourselves and, you know, write down your ideas, but don't stress yourselves out. The stories will come. Look, I'm not going to write all work and no play and make Ari a dull boy all over my apartment walls. <laughs> if we start to see signs, we'll, I'll, we'll know. I'll lose, I'll lose my deposit if that oh, happens. Oh, true, true. See, that that wall decorations, man. No, no, no. I soon see Ari putting up, like, multiple Pokemon theories on the wall with red strings and then writing a fan fiction between that along the oh, lines God. of Twin Peaks, okay? That's or it just I looks see. like uh, uh, the guy with the conspiracy theory behind him yeah. is like, look at this! Oh yeah, from uh, It's Always Sunny? Yeah, yeah, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Ari Rockefeller presents Kanto Peaks. <laughs> Could work. What would the flavor of pie be, Ari? Uh, lemon meringue, I guess? I don't know. That's a good choice. Yeah. I'm a peach cobbler person myself. Mmm. All right, Ichigo, what's been up with you? What's 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 you got for Geek Roundtable? Well, I guess um, I'm getting more into technology, and I did this with these things. So these used to be the, well, they are, and I'm going to fix them. But they are those LED, Brookstone, Accent, whatever, cat ear headphones things oh, that were really popular, yeah. like 2014 era. And I got them secondhand because uh, someone was going to trash them because the LED didn't work and one of the speakers didn't work. And I was like, you know what? Pet project. I Many of my friends know that I am the adopter of technology that can be fixed. Um, so I've done a ton of research and I started taking it apart. And I know it's naked. Look at all of its nakedness. Do Ugh, you remember? Ludes, ludes. Um, but yes, so I'm having fun uh, experimenting with that, and so that's my Geek Roundtable. It's one of the purple sets, so it, once I get it fixed and working, and the LEDs both work, I've tested them already, but once I get it fixed and working, it'll like help me in my studio, it'll be really fun to wear when I'm gaming and stuff like that, because I love purple, so, See, yay! Two things about that, I remember when they first came out, and people were talking about how the ears part are like speakers, and I'm sitting <laughs> here going... If I hear anybody on the subway blasting them <laughs> through the speakers, I'm going to I'm going to smite them. <laughs> they're going they're going to catch something in between the cars as it pulls into the station. Okay. Honestly, um, I have experienced them when somebody was being obnoxious at an anime convention mm -hmm. with them. Um, but honest, I I personally would not use the ear speakers as much unless mm -hmm. I'm just in my studio and I want to have them around my neck. Because I'm sure you gamers out there, all of our guys, gals, non-binary pals who get the sweaty ears from the ear puffs, that is their technical name, I have learned. Um, the ear puffs that go around and are sound canceling, they're not always super comfortable for long periods of time. So see, I like having little speakers that I can put around my neck to listen to whatever I'm doing. See, that's why I got the extra large cushions for my uh, V-Modes, because with glasses, they're so freaking comfortable. And I've sat here for hours with them on, and I'm just like, feels good, man. And also, do you remember the controversy around those uh, around those headphones? I I feel like I do, but I don't think I really paid attention to it very much because I know that like it was ripped off really quickly, mm -hmm. and I know it was like some really weird subversive Chinese manufacturers was, and all that. I know was, that side of the story. Yeah, it was somebody who originally designed and created them. I think 
they sold the licensing rights and stuff like that, and then Brookstone did it, and then they got Ariana Grande involved, and people were yeah, yeah, Ariana Grande that she stole and... these ideas, and the creator was like, no, no, this is what, you know, it's like... Ah, uh, yeah, that happens a lot, unfortunately, in the indie industry, is because a lot of these indie creators don't have the money to chase after their IP, mm -hmm. um, because these uh, big companies like Brookstone or like Accent right. or like the other ones, you know, they can come along with their big patent lawyers and just be like, hmm, yeah. to be you. Yeah. But anyway, that's my geeky thing for the, the yeah. time. If okay. you want to see uh, pictures of my progress, maybe I will post them if people are interested. I'm terrified. Let's have fun. You should post them regardless. Just create a, a, pay, like, create a, like a post and be like, you know, this pro you know, that would be cool. I did get pictures of the progress of me taking them apart, and I do have links to a blog if you want to see someone else taking them apart. So definitely, um, if nothing else, I'll try and post it on our page later. Yeah, which reminds me, I have to post photos of Mako's uh, PC that I built on my fan page and then link it to PC Part Picker so people can check it out. Um, see, oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about my weekend day. I, did, I just realized that. Um, I was in urgent care on Monday. <laughs> Um, oh, what happened? No, what's been happening, like, about a year ago, I tweaked my back, and what I do is I either stretch my, I'll stretch or lay still. One day I'm getting up and I stretch. I bruise my rib or something like that. I don't know, just trying to fix my back, and I just pay it no mind. And I noticed lately, like, I'm really feeling, like, the bruising, you know, and then I also noticed that I'm feeling some type of acid reflux going up into my jaw. And like tightening and tightness in my chest, but the tightness like comes and goes sporadically. Nothing to where I should be worried because I'm not like breathing heavily or anything like that. And I'm and I notice I'm getting like bits of palpitations, but I'm just like I'm just laying there. I'm just like okay. So I go in and they do, they hook me up to the EKG. They take my blood pressure. They say your blood pressure is high. Um, I'm just like well, damn. My blackness is confirmed. I have high blood pressure. So, <laughs> so, so what else is new? <laughs> um, and they, and they, they do a blood test to check if I have any blood clots. They were basically saying we'll do the test. If there's if they find there's any blood clots in this, you have to go to the ER for a CAT scan. I'm just like, all right. And the doctor's telling me, you know, one of the things you got to do is cut out salt. And I'm just like, well, there goes that box of salt. And... And I also get tested for COVID nineteen, and it's and I'll say the test isn't as bad as people say it is. It just it just gives your nose like a funny feeling, you know. But um, I haven't. Gotten it makes it looks like it would give you the feeling of if anybody's ever like inhaled up uh, like pool water up their nose. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the feeling I just mm. imagine it is, where it's like a sting and then it's done. Yeah, basically, it's it's not even a sting. It's just like a I've funny had feeling. Some, uh, it's like a like a long thin. Uh, yeah. Stickers. I think I've had something like that the last time I got checked for pneumonia. Yeah, because they asked me. It was. It hurts so bad. But it doesn't even hurt. I'm just like, it just gives you like a funny feeling. It's like, as soon as you feel something, they, they pull the swab right out. I guess for some people, if they have like sinus issues, I can understand it'd be a lot more painful, but you know. I just like how deadpan in the chat, Theo is like, that feeling is sinus in, in irritation. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I, I know that feeling. It's just, I have poor ways to describe it. Um, so. But, um, so.
so I'm fi so you know I, I end up saying you know no more salt so I'm like going through stuff about this and I message Mako and I tell her what's going on and through progress of elimination we kind of figured out you know what are the why my salt intake is so high and I, let me grab this real quick this is one of the vitamins that I Garcinia Cambogia. It's for weight management and appetite control. And the and you're supposed to take six of these a day, six of these. Jesus. And you know one of the one of the main ingredients in this is salt. Sodium. Yes. A lot of minerals are better absorbed into the body via a salt. So that's not a huge surprise, especially since it's an appetite suppressant. I guess it would like help you retain water, so you're less likely to be, like, no. Well, it kind of comes and goes and helps because I still I still get cravings. I drink water, but whatever. So that's done. The multivitamin I take has no salt, so I'm good. And I realized the last time, like, I went in, had my blood pressure taken, it was fine. And then five years ago when I went in for something, it was kind of high. And around that time, I was doing that regimen. I didn't even think about it. So I figure I'll let all of that, I'll let that, those vitamins eventually just leave my body altogether. So I figure that'll be it for now. So I'll find something else that's a suitable replacement that has no salt. But um, the one thing I'm going to show off this week is this game here. Theater Rhythm. Final Fantasy. Uh, I played this at PAX East years ago, and I said it was a fun game, so I bought that and I got my original Astros, which my friend Baltimore Lore now has. But um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is about, I'd say, has it been six years? Might be closer to seven years. Six and a half. I think it was seven years now. About seven years ago. I ended up moving into this apartment, but before I moved, my old roommate over time borrowed a couple of my games i was like yeah sure i knew where they were that weekend where you know she one week a weekend i was out and i come back home she had packed up everything and left and she took and she still had my games and i've been trying to get a hold of her to get my games back i'm just like bitch so last night i'm just sitting there thinking like sunday night, i'm like you know what let me look it up so i find this game online Brand new for $10. So I'm like, let me find it. Wait, wait, hold it. Let me find it used. Used, no, actually new was $11 with, you know, with shipping. Used was $8 with shipping. So I'm like, for $3 more, might as well just get it new. I'll just have two cases. So I place the order. And right after I place the order, I'm sitting here going, I wonder if Shamestock has it. Now, I go and I check their website. They have the game for five bucks. I found the coupon with tax. I paid four dollars and fifty nine cents. And I sent the other one back. I go to pick <laughs> up the game today, and they're like, "We don't have a case for it." And I was like, "Oh no, that's okay." I'm like, "My old roommate borrowed the game, and I never got it back." I, I, I the game having the game is fine because when I had to replace my copy of Metroid: Samus Returns. I was like, I don't need the case. I just want the game because I have the collector's edition case sitting over there. And this is basically the collector's edition of the game where it's the game, reversible cover, and it comes with a custom stylus, which is kind of cool. 
and it has stickers where you could put right here, you know, for whatever character you want. So I, I just kind of wanted to show that off. So probably tomorrow I'm going to sit down, e erase the data on there and start fresh. So, you know, but that's how I am. So, and that's, you know, and that's basically been it. Um, also, have you noticed from time to time we've been talking about how shitty some conventions have been acting these days? It's like they don't know any better. So I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pull this up on our website and I shared it on our website and on our Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, and on Twitter. There is a convention called Cape Comic Con where they want you to sign. A waiver of liability that's yes <laughs> yes where you are where you know they hold no responsibilities whatsoever if anything should ever happen at the con if you get sick or whatever like that they hold no responsibility whatsoever and this has got to be the most outlandish shit I have ever seen in my entire fucking so this is on top of the fact that the convention is actually still running in, what is it, in July? Yes. It's happening so, two weeks in uh, outside of St. Louis, Missouri. So it is actually still happening. They haven't canceled. Um, I don't know on the professional side if they have a force majeure clause in their contracts or if they have to continue running due to the fact that they don't have an out with their situation. And unfortunately... It's kind of the devil's two-step. Mm -hmm. um, damned if you are, damned, damned if you do, damned if you don't, because if they cancel, then they lose all their money and they may not come back for next year. But with the negative PR that this particular waiver is getting them, uh, I don't see them doing too hot for the next few years. But, I mean, mm -hmm. I also see the other side of it, that this actually may become common practice. Considering the lack of... Uh, reading comprehension that a lot of con-goers have to the clauses within membership badges, which is a contract that you do sign when you buy your membership or your ticket for a convention, um, and how they disobey a lot of the rules on there. I see this being written into some bylaws and yeah. maybe put into regular practice until at least there's herd immunity or some magical force makes this plague go away. Um, yeah, so that's... Yeah, it was bad, though. Their PR... Yeah, the magical uh, force to make this all to go away would just be to, to rebooting the... Like, turning off the planet and restarting it at, at, uh, at January 2020. A Thanos snap, perhaps? No, um, but... Not even that, just holding down the power button for 10 seconds. Yeah, just hold, shuts off. blow into the cartridge and shake out all the dust. Now, um, yep, if you notice in the chat... I have brought it up. I'm just getting rid of the part where you sign so that y'all can actually see th th this thing. This is just like, wow. Okay, now, I, I agree with what, with, uh, what Ichigo said about, you know, you know, no force majeure, which, is, which I get. We talked about uh, in an episode like, a couple weeks ago about a, a toy convention in Florida, which was like, But they also said that 
on their Facebook page that they were not enforcing PPE, personal protective equipment. They did not care if you came in with a mask or not. They did recommend that yes. if you felt sick to stay home. But mm -hmm. yes, they did they did express not enforcing mask policies or social distancing policies. Yep. Um they also stated that they would have limited amounts of hand sanitizer, I believe, or that none at all in public spaces. It was just a whole mess. Like this yeah. You guys go check out. I think it's still up on their Facebook page uh, unless they've dirty deleted. But let's go. They dirty deleted Facebook and Twitter. Wow. I discovered the Twitter part like today or yesterday. I'm like, they dirty deleted. Because I'm going to assume so many people just clap back at them about that. Well, unfortunately, nowadays with, I mean, it... It, there needs to be a reaction to these kind of situations, but sometimes I feel like there's a large reaction to it and it becomes a lot of cancel culture. So I hope, mm -hmm. like, none of them got, like, death threats or anything, but, I mean, it was a yeah. point that needed to be risen that, like, right. that's not acceptable, they need to be accommodating, mm -hmm. whatever it is. It needs. It's unfortunate that a lot of these conventions are not for profit, or if they are for profit, the people who run them are, unfortunately either in situations where they don't have the profits to run that kind of department or they're just cheap. And I've seen a lot more cheap con runners than I have people, people in unfortunate yeah, circumstances. People profits. And, I, and I'll say this real yeah. quick and we'll get into um, our topics for tonight. Now, the, and I get it. We're they're trying to, going to conventions is a sense of normalcy for a lot of us. But what you can do is I know some conventions have done this where they will have, they will book out hotel rooms and turn that into like a dealer's room or something like that. Small conventions, you could do that. If you have like 15 dealers, you have 15 rooms and you put all the dealers on the first floor, you know, they have the room on top of a dealer. I mean, you have panel rooms, you could probably convert and have like maybe five booths in a, in a panel room converted sort of like a takeout joint type setup where you can see whatever, you know? You could be creative like that, you know? And you have somebody at the door, like, you know, six people in, six people out, stuff like that. And you extend hours and stuff, you know, let let the dealers have the ability to sell from their rooms. It'll help. It's something. You know, it, 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 it's one idea. So, boom. Okay? So, enough about that. We're going to get into uh, tonight's topics. And one of the things I I'm kind of excited about hearing about is a possible reboot of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And I believe that falls on you, Mr. Ari. Yep. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World director Edgar Wright told Entertainment Weekly that Brian Lee O'Malley's popular comic book series may be revisited in anime form. Mm. There's some plans, and there's nothing official yet, but there are some plans to revisit the material in an animation way. We've been talking with Brian and with Jared for a while about it. What if we did something with the books in anime form? It's being discussed as we speak, they say. O'Malley also said they would like to revisit the characters in comic book form. I sketched Scott early in the pandemic with a huge beard. I thought that would be a funny image. <laughs> uh, Scott Pilgrim actor Michael Sarah informed, indicated that, for, uh, from his understanding, it's hard to anyone to be get behind a sequel to the 2010 live-action film to its underperformance in the box office. 
Yurinet tells an oral history of development and legacy of the film as cult classic cinema. I can't justify Scott Pilgrim vs. the World as a cult classic cinema because Michael Cera is a crappy actor. I can see it as a nerd classic film, definitely, but... I didn't think it was that bad. I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked it, and I, and I got things to say about that, about the movie, but we'll save that for another time. Hey, if anything helps propagate getting the game put back on, you know, digital release on yes. PS4 or Steam because, or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, there was supposedly talk that there might be a HD remaster, um, and there is a way to play the game on PC, and I have that downloaded, and, and, I'm, and I'm going to try it and get it to work. Because I will sit there and level up all of those characters all over again, you know, to play. I will do a Scott Pilgrim playthrough, you know, so. Yeah, I me beat too. It Please tell me you times. are. It's yeah, so let, much fun. Let me know if I you know. manage to get it working. Hmm? Yeah, let me know if you do manage to get it working, because I'd love to play that again. There is a YouTube video that shows. There is a YouTube video that shows you how to do it, and the video is done by like a 10 year old kid. And he's not being smarmy. He's just telling you straight up how how to configure the game, how to play it. And he's like, if you like it, you know, give give my my YouTube page a follow. He's like, I normally do reviews, but I just wanted to share this with y'all. You gotta understand, this is a ten year old kid who wasn't even born when the game came out, telling us how great this game is and we need to play it. Okay. You gotta link me to that sometime. That that kid gets a follow in my book. You hear me? Yeah, you said you want to link to it. I'll link that to you later. That I will do. Thanks. Hey, no problem. All right, next up, uh, Mako. What's going on with Anaplex? Uh, yeah, so keeping with all of the conventions that are, you know, going to be online, Anaplex decided that, hey, they want to get in on that too. So, yet another convention festival that will be happening July 4th weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, So they are going to be doing uh, Anaplex Online Fest. It's going to be streamed on YouTube. Uh, They will be uh, featuring programs uh, that will feature the uh, staff and cast of uh, shows such as Demon Slayer, The Promised Neverland, Cells at Work, Sword On Online, um, Madoka, uh, Fate Grand Order. Um, so they are, uh, you can check out their official website, which is anyplexonlinefest.com. And there's going to be uh, various uh, musical performances. Um, there will be an English version as well uh, that is going to be emceed by Sally Amaki. Um, <clears throat> and then they're also going to be doing physical souvenirs uh, that you'll be able to get off of the Anaplex Online Fest website. So there will be uh, merchandise from the different shows, t-shirts, and more. So, yet another company that is trying to, I guess, bring in some money mm-hmm. uh, by doing an internet-based gathering. Um, I, I'm really enjoying that all of these different, um, I guess, companies, 
the the industry companies themselves yeah. are doing gatherings and uh, little conventions and festivals. I like that this one specifically is actually going to be putting out swag for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I understand why everybody chose the Fourth of July weekend, um, just because it is you know a holiday weekend and people will have the extra time off and because nobody can go on vacation a lot of people are going to be stuck at home Mm -hmm. but at the same time there are so many online events happening this weekend that it's it's you're not going to be able to see everything you want to if you you know are actually trying to i mean because you have you have aniplex online ax light you have funimation con (laughs) and I don't know, there's probably a fourth one I'm not remembering, but I, I, I'm seeing the atypical otaku just like this. Alright, this is going on here. Turns to other computer. Oh, this is going on here. Turns to other computer. Right, you know. That's what I'm I in this image and I don't like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, 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 look. Do y'all... You you have to understand how small the AJS studio is, okay? I could do that. Like, boom, one convention right here at my desktop. Surface three, another convention right here. I pull up my Surface Go, pop that up, and put that on the TV cart on the TV table. Boom, another convention right there. Oh, this convention is streaming exclusively on Twitch. Let me turn on the Xbox One and watch it that way. Boom. Um, I have Saturn, my my high end Ultrabook. Another convention, Discord, turn that on. Boom, right there. Another convention, okay, let me grab my MacBook, turn that on. I'm done. <laughs> and I bet if I actually do this, I will live stream myself setting this all up while having it's all about the Pentiums blasting in the background. <laughs> because I am nerdy as fuck like that. Wilderness sabbatical intensified. So you mean to tell me you're not already on a wilderness sabbatical? I just that's gotta be my favorite track in the in the soundtrack. Mm. <laughs> oh man! How else? Th- this weekend, all the nerds are going to be inside. You know, <laughs> you you think it's like a, it's like it's like everybody's on World of Warcraft or FF14 or something. <laughs> man, oh. Screaming at, screaming and clawing up the walls. Yeah, but um, Martha, I will say this: with these, with these com- with companies doing these virtual conventions, in a way, gaming companies have been doing this for a while. It's like I believe Nintendo stopped doing a couple of trade shows. They start and they have the the clubhouse, treehouse live streams. Um, you have the PlayStation live stream. Everybody's doing that. You know, I mean. They also do Nintendo Directs almost exclusively now. Yeah, that's basically what it's come down to, you know? Oh, I mean, definitely. Yeah. But at the same time, just to have all of these happening on the same weekend, mm. that's, I mean, it's, it's, we, we always complain that there are so many conventions out now that you can't go a weekend without them. Mm-hmm. But to have all of them fall on the same weekend, I, that's, that's, where it becomes a little ridiculous. I, Mako, I definitely hear that. It's a complete mood when it comes to that kind of thing. A lot of these online events are, are there. it's getting to that point. It's boiling over yes. because, unfortunately, we had the environment for it before um, 
COVID happened, basically, where it was just that all these conventions, they, they had the platform, but they didn't have a need to use it as much as like cons like Dragon Con or gaming conventions where they did stream a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally already feel the fatigue, the con fatigue, the virtual con fatigue, um, and have been stepping back and doing less um, because it definitely bleeds into that feeling of being over stimulated, like oversaturated yes. with mm-hmm. media of you need to attend, you need to FOMO, you know, like you need to go to these things and um, I just see a lot more of that happening and continuing to happen because it's not letting up anytime soon. So honestly, a part of me wants to break up my military fatigues, my, my dress blues, put put some general stars on, and I just want to stare at my wall. And on my wall is like you see Def Con, and then going down down from top to bottom on the left-hand side, all of the conventions that weekend, and going across is all the panels, and I'm just staring at it, just hiding. Which one should I take? Now, if you're going to do that, you have to play the song All Around Me Are Familiar Faces. I was actually, th- I was actually thinking play uh, the theme from Iron Chef in the background, you know, as I walked in and look at this, you know. Then you have okay. to, like, okay, pick up something. Okay, the song is actually called Mad World, but... No, I, I, no I pick up a box of pretz. I mean, a box of pocky. <laughs> and just take a and take a bite out of the box. You can't no, take no, a bite no, out of the box. No, 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 no. I got something better than pretz. Oh, gosh. I mean, oh what is he if, getting at? if you want to get involved with a lot of these internet conventions, there are cosplay competitions going on with many of them. So if you're still wanting to feed your cosplay inner demons or angels... Um, then definitely check them out. Um, I know WebCon, the convention that I've been on and off with, is having two events coming up. Not this coming weekend, July 4th weekend, but the weekend of the 12th, and then the weekend of the 18th, I will be hosting a Thermoplastics 101, so come see me on their Discord, and that'll be fun. Here I am, walking walking into the theme of Iron Chef, and instead of biting into a pepper, I bite into a a thing of ramen. Mm Mm-hmm. Label and all. And you're supposed to be limiting your salt intake, Ranma? <laughs> do you know how She's long... got you there. <laughs> do you know how many how 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 many bags of this stuff I had and how long ago I bought it? Like since I've been on quarantine, I think I had like three three things of ramen, okay? Whatever, that stuff's shelf stable. It'll be around till the second wave goes away. It's like Twinkies. Yeah. Until they get exposed to the air, then yeah. Anywho, um, speaking of the future, um, or is, is it Ronda's next? It's Are my turn. Um, okay, it's your turn. Yeah. So, um, j- just so you know, I need to borrow a few dollars from y'all. For what? Uh, I I need to pick up a figurine, so I I kind of want to bum a few dollars from each of y'all if possible. Yeah, a few from each of us, maybe a few from you know everybody on your Facebook. Well, I don't know. Since we're all here, it might be easier to get ten grand from each of you. Wait, yeah. what is it? Oh, uh... what? Yes, right now for forty thousand dollars, you can purchase a life-size one-to-one figurine. Of Rem from ReZero. Oh, my God. 
Just Trust not me, gonna if I, lie. If I had ten thousand dollars, your ass ain't getting it. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, you could probably get a sex doll for cheaper. That's the exact same thing. Which is, you know, something. Well, thank you, Ichigo, for bringing it up. Because I didn't, I didn't want to, no, no, I didn't want to breach the topic because I, I was waiting for the right moment to say someone's and gonna buy this be anyway. Better made. <clears throat> anyway, someone's gonna buy this anyway, and they're going to inevitably want to fuck it. I mean, that's the only reason you're going to pay $40,000. I don't see anybody else not getting this for a fetish item. If you buy it secondhand, check it with a black light, honey. That's all I'm saying. Check well, with a flamethrower oh, Now, 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 we are not going to talk about that one time at the Ramada Inn, okay? That's a dead topic. We're going to move on from that. True story. I was at a. I went to NecoCon one year, and instead of staying in the convention hotel, we stayed a block away at the Ramada Inn. And when we went in, it smelled like as if someone killed a couple of couple of hookers in there. And I'm complaining about it, and my roommate's like, "Thank you're welcome." And I'm just like, "Welcome." I was just like, and I think what bothered me was the fact that his brother hooked up with somebody and stayed in the main hotel. I'm just like, you suck. But as you can see, here is a picture of that figurine. And it's very detailed of her in a blue, in a blue kimono and paper umbrella, and blue is her hue. I mean, honestly, if this was a smaller figurine, the most I'd probably pay is $100, if that. I have to say, I think the most expensive figurine I purchased is my Satsuki one, and I'm counting the shipping. And I thought that it was coming from Japan. No, that, the figurine came from I, from the Midwest, and I'm just like, are you kidding? But so here's the thing: this figurine is forty grand. They're only producing ten units, so you can pre-order now, and the and you'll have it by April 15th of next year. And the cost, everything is included. Shipping, insurance, duty, taxes, everything. Now, I believe we may have talked about this last year because the figurine was sold in Japan last year first for about uh, for thirty two for about $33,000. So the extra six grand is for the... Um, it's import fees and shipping and all of that stuff. But as I said, if there is a miniaturized version, I probably purchase it. And there is one. There is a one eighth version of it available. I have not seen it, but if I come across it and if it's reasonably priced, I might just purchase that. And then I have to sit there and complain about the fact that I am running out of space in my display case and I have nowhere else to put it. Yeah, that's about four point three one million yen. And that's not a surprise. I feel like this is a gimmick that they're going to continue to do with really, really popular characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, heck, if it makes the industry the money they need to keep running, then you get your waifu, whoever you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Any nerds out there who are bringing in a six-figure salary, those are the ones that will be buying it. True. Rem is best girl of Henry Zero, followed by Amelia, but I have 
one Ren figurine. There's two others out there that I want that I like, so I am holding off on that, so. Oh, Ren, why must you be so damn expensive? Anywho. <laughs> well, uh, moving on from waifus to the distant future, or not so distant future, rather. Studio Next Trigger. Sunday, AD. <laughs> Next Sunday, AD. Um, <laughs> was it um, March 2020? No. Um, <laughs> we finally moved on. Uh, Studio Trigger and CD Projekt Red team up for cyberpunk Netflix anime. Um, I think it looks really cool. I love Studio Trigger. They're one of my favorite studios. Um, and they're teaming up with the Polish game studio CG Project Red uh, for Cyberpunk Edge Runners, an original anime series set in the world of the upcoming video game Cyberpunk 2077, which I cannot wait to come out. I've already played the tabletop game. So excited. The 10-episode series is slated to stream on Netflix in 2022. Set in a vast series city hmm, where technology and body modifications are commonplace, it follows a boy named Yoe. From the difficulties and sacrifices that he experiences, he goes on to become a cyberpunk outlaw. Studio Trigger co-founded Imaishi Hiroyuki, Garen Lagan, Kill la Kill, and Promare will direct by Otsuka Masahiko, Garen Lagan, and Fulikuri. Uh, as assistant director, Yoshinari Yo, Little Witch Academia, BNA, Brand New Animal, and Kaneka Yuto, or Little Witch Academia, will handle the character design and Wakabayashi Hiromi, Kill Kill, will serve as creative director, while Usa Yoshiki will provide series composition. Silent Hills' Yamaoka Akira will compose the score. Cyberpunk Edge Runners will stream on Netflix in 2022, and uh, you can definitely keep an eye out for any updates from Netflix themselves or the creators. Um, definitely go and support them. They are really great studios and really great um, developers. I like CG Project Red mm -hmm. from a lot of their projects and games that they've put out, um, as well as Studio Trigger has put out so many great anime in the last uh, decade and continues to put out really well done pieces. Um, and I'm excited with the team that they've got backing this one. So I'm looking forward to 2022 eventually <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking forward to the game that to finally come out which i think is in november and they're saying it's going to come out in november they're, they're saying the game is done they're just going back taking care of some last minute fixes yeah like, yeah oh, they're just going back and taking care of some fixes and some world um bugs and stuff i think when they announced the xbox series x I have a feeling I'll be picking up the Series X and um, and Cyberpunk 2077 day one. I have a feeling I'll be doing that. That was another reason that they wanted to keep the game was so that they could um, forward develop it. So that they weren't yeah. putting it out and not having it like mm -hmm. forward compatible. See, and that's one so. thing I like what Microsoft is doing. They're basically saying with a lot of the titles, if you buy it, if you buy the game, it'll play on Xbox One. And Series X, and I like mm -hmm. that. That's perfect in a household where, it, if you buy the Series X and you give your kids the Xbox One, you know, and you and you all want the same game, one buy it once, share it through, and that's that's kind of it. I definitely feel like that's a direction that um, we, as a generation, are kind of going with our technology. We kind of had it in the '90s, where a lot of the games were either cross compatible or 
backwards compatible. And then when it started to get into the third and fourth generations of game consoles and things like that, they started to dismiss that capability. Well, and that was something that I well, really missed. Well, you know, and that, I mean, even with, with the way technology is, if you're doing custom processes and chip, you're going to run into various issues. I mean, look at the PlayStation, you know, I mean, and I get that, but you know. Oh, um, by the way, did y'all hear Microsoft is shutting down all of their stores? Yeah, I heard that. I saw that in an article. And I shed a tear. On the plus side... I didn't know there were any of them left. Dude. Yeah, uh, they're, they're keeping four locations open. Uh, London, Sydney, New York, and Redmond. Those are the flagship locations, and they're turning those into experience centers where you can play more of their products and stuff like that. I still think they should be doing like basic PC repair and stuff, but... We'll see. It, it kind of sucks. I won't be able to go in there and buy my Xbox Series X from there, but if anything, when I buy it, I'm probably going to go to a 24-hour Best Buy and then just double and triple bag it in, in a bag or something like that. Or what I might do is just, when I buy it, take everything out, put it in my book bag, and just walk around with the box. So if someone tries to take the box, they can, you know, they're like, great, you can have it. Enough about that. Uh, Ari, get in the robot. Oh boy. It's not so that yeah, bad. the huh? It's not that bad. Uh, the Neon Genesis Evangelion soundtrack 25th anniversary box set compiles five disc of music from the for the television anime. The box compiles rare and difficult to find tracks as well as bonus tracks and newly released songs. The box set will release in Japan on October 7th, costs about 9,800 yen, which is about $91 US. And a sample video has been released on King's Am King Amusing Creative's YouTube channel, uh, which I will uh, post here in the chat for you all to see. In addition, the vocal music collection CD Evangelion Finally, which features songs by Evangelion theme song singer Yoko Takahashi and Rei Ayanami voice actress Megumi Hayashibara will mm. compile eight newly released tracks. The CD will come with a special book containing an interview with Takahashi and Hayashibara. It also released on October 7th costing 3,000 yen. I can only imagine how what kind of lengths people go to to get this thing in this country. Look, one of my friends lives in Japan and teaches it there. She is a big Ava fan. She cosplays Masato and Asuka Best Girl. So, I have a feeling she will probably be picking this up. I wouldn't be surprised if they had it at their flagship store over in Hakone right off the metro. Well, that's, I th that's where she went this week. This week oh, nice. Week. Yeah, that's where she went, yeah. Because she kept talking about going to Hakone, and I'm just like, oh, okay. And now that you mentioned it, and I'm like, okay, that's where she went, you know. I think she went to the, to like, the the, like the spa out there or something like that, which is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, is actually a huge area for Yukon. Okay. If she's going back again, let her know about the Open Air Art Museum. It's a really, really cool, um, it's a little far out of town, maybe about, an, I would say, 45 minutes, but it's a really cool open air art museum that has pieces from Van Gogh and stuff like that, too. I, I, I'll let so. her know, but I think she's already back home from her trip. So. Oh, yeah. sad. Now the theme of Ava's running through my head. All right. 
we're gonna wrap up tonight's articles with Mako's fandom. Yeah, so um I actually didn't see this. I guess somebody posted this because it was uh, posted yesterday. Yo. Um so uh Matoko from Ghost in the Shell made her debut on a fashion magazine cover uh, for the fashion magazine Anon. So it is the uh, SAC 2045 character design, which is the newest uh, anime that is coming out. And uh, the character designer uh, was the one that drew the illustration for the cover and it's the magazine's 2,208th issue, which will be going on sale July 8th. The issue has the theme of experiencing the cutting edge of today's entertainment. So it's going to feature a message from the Ghost in the Shell director uh, the production of, uh, about the production of the anime, um, interviews with uh, Matoko's voice actress and uh, the musician uh, Takanori Nishikawa from TM Revolution, uh, who is a huge fan of Ghost in the Shell. Mm. Uh, they're also going to be uh, reporting on the state of the entertainment industry thanks to COVID, uh, the various innovations that have been prompted because of everything going on, and then um, there'll also be uh, articles on anime director Masaki uses films, the Nintendo Switch game Animal Crossing, and various musicians who are adapting to online music performances. But yeah, it's it's not often that they'll actually do a drawn character for the cover of some, you know, some sort of magazine like this. So it's it's kind of cool to see when they do that. I, I think. Oh, go ahead, Rama. I was gonna say I could have sworn I had seen something where Lightning from Final Fantasy Thirteen was on a on a, a magazine cover. Um, Vogue, I think, had yeah. Yoshitaka Amano do a an art piece, but I don't think that it was Lightning. I think yeah. it was an older piece. Yeah. I don't think it was Kadash, but I feel like it was in that vein, in that era of of Final Fantasy. I think we talked about that. I'm not sure. Yeah, we did. We did have okay, an article. I thought, on I thought it. so. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now that we got all the news out of the way, it's time for the part of the show that y'all are really here for, and it's originally called Strange News for Japan. It's just now, meanwhile in Japan, instead of the most outlandish stuff, it's semi-outlandish, interesting, and stuff to make you go, or make you go, God damn it, Mako-chan. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, had... they're not bad this week. Yeah. Um, most of them are pretty light. Yeah. They looked pretty tame. I'll take Can this. I have the third one? Go for it. I'll, I'll take the first one. Mm-hmm. I'll take the second one. Yay. Okay, well, um... In the, I guess, spirit of staying active in this, the time of, of the plug, um, eSports facility uh, for senior citizens is set to open in Kobe. Must be over 60 years old to apply for membership. 
While Japan's aging population is often referred to as a growing concern, no pun intended, it does present some unique business opportunities for those willing to venture a risk. For example, could you imagine a market any more untapped than the elderly when it comes to opening a brand new esports training facility? It's a customer base that the ISR personnel is all set to penetrate with their new senior-only competitive gaming environment, ISR Esport, set to open on the 2nd of July in Kobe City. I mean, esports gaming and Kobe beef? Who can beat that? Its overarching goal is to help reinvigorate those in their twilight years through the pixelated magic of video games. And there have been a lot of studies saying that keeping your mental aptitude up is one way to keep the aging process at bay. ISR will provide a range of titles that will cater to senior gamers of all stripes, whether it's a simple point-and-click game to help people get accustomed to a controller, or a mouse keyboard setup, or actual games used in professional esports. A little hard to see, but I, the, in the images, they have pictures of people trying out different games on the different setups. It is very similar to what we would be, uh, a, like, an eSport cafe here in the States, or a LAN setup, like mm-hmm. if you're having a big LAN party with friends. Of course, given the specific needs to their clientele, especially during this time of pandemic, ISR is playing, paying close attention to the health of its gamers. All coronavirus protections, such as masks, and disinfectants are in place, which I feel like a lot of video game rooms could take a note from. Also, members can attend for two-hour blocks at a time, which includes 90 minutes of screen time and 30 minutes cool-down period. I think that's actually a pretty smart practice. In the break room, where they can chat with other like-minded gamers. Ah, so gamer tea time. This sounds like my kind of place. Too bad I'm not 60. This facility is just the beginning, however. ISR hopes that over time, some members will gain the experience to be hired as dispatch gamers, spreading the gospel of gaming to nursing homes and other institutions for differently differently abled people to help them discover video games that best fit their particular conditions. In addition to helping others all over Japan finding new interests that suit them, new jobs will be created for seniors who might otherwise have difficulty finding employment. It is an intriguing concept, and readers wonder how it will go. I heard the average age of Street Fighter V players is 40, so they're more than welcome. (laughs) That's amazing, but elderly people should try role-playing games like Pokemon. Esport games that require fast reflexes might be harder. They should use VR too. That's supposed to be good for memory and vision. Why don't they just go to a local game center? Hopefully they stop seniors from getting sucked into the money pits like MMOs. It's not sports, but it's good keeping their minds active. The NES is almost 40 years old now, so here we are. (laughs) And many other comments uh, in different variations. Although a lot of people over 60 are still a little old and have been to have been fully immersed in video games during their formative years, there are certainly more than a few who have picked up the controller for the first time in middle age and haven't put it down since. And for all the other seniors out there, it's never too late to try something new. Who knows? Maybe your grandparent will become the next ninja or buttmaster69. Um, <laughs> and this is Sora News 24, so if you want to look up the article. But yeah, I, I think that this is a really great way that they will be enabling um, uh, the growing population in Japan to keep its faculties uh, for maybe a few more years. And what's it's all fun and games until some 90-year-old World War II vic- 
that comes in with his own stick and is like, Evo moment 37, <laughs> how pedestrian. <laughs> I mean, there is a world-ranked uh, senior CS, CSGO team that plays. They're like... In their like in their late seventies, and I think the requirement is you have to be in your seventies to join their team. I know that there's been cases of like um, a grandmother gamer mm-hmm. that gets made viral every few years or something. Like she pops up because she's like I, playing I know with her grandson. About, I think yeah. about Skyrim grandma. Yeah, yeah she actually I, took, you know she actually took a break from streaming because oh. it was getting a little bit too toxic and she doesn't want to deal with that. And the fans were like, "How dare you be toxic with Skyrim Grandma?" You know? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, exactly. I mean, yeah, if you've been watching the streaming world, unfortunately, we're going through a bit of a toxic turnover. So we'll see how we come out the other end. But hopefully this gaming setup for these um, folks enables them to have more fun than toxic interactions. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, now let's take a look here about a, a, a Japanese social media platform for positive responses. Wow. How are you going to pull that off? Okay. So... We all know the thing about social media. You go, you make a post, people will like it, people will hate it. You'll get praise for it. You'll get flack for it. It's it's how it is. Sometimes that, that the flack and the negativity really will mess with you, and it happens to the best of us, myself included. But in Japan, they there's a company working on a new social media platform that promises nothing but good vibes and positive responses to everyone, to, to everything that you post, which is great. It's called Underworld. The platform launch trailer starts with a narrator declaring 2020. All over the world, social media fatigue thrives. Then it switches over to more words. We found a revolutionary way. All of the comments here are positive. This is the emotionally supportive social media platform that everyone has dreamt of. Okay, I, I, I kind of like what you're saying so far. Go on. This is what Underworld, that's what they want. That's what they're declaring. But here's their secret. It's not just one integrated platform. It's a whole bunch of them with each one containing one person. So... After you sign up for an account and you start posting, you get responses from AI programs which have nothing but nice things to say to you. It's like an it's like an automatic robotic echo chamber. Uh. These are the example of responses you'll get from making a post. Hang in there. You can do it. Cheer up. I love your smile, and I look forward to the day when it returns. Get some sleep. You'll feel better in the morning. These are all nice things. It just makes you feel good. There are so many people on your side. But then you kind of realize. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but when you kind of figure out how this is being done, it, it kind of makes you think second, think, think, think again. But... There is a catch here. 
when you create an underworld account, you have to link it to your existing Twitter account. But also remember, this network is only going to be online for about three weeks. This is a collaboration with Sword Art Online, which largely focuses on technology running amok. So this is probably a joint venture, something to promote the anime. So you want to spend the next three weeks getting nothing but positive responses and encouragement and so forth, go get yourself an Underworld account. Positive reinforcement that will probably slowly morph into something much more negative. Isn't that always the case? What a twist! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you find out that, you know, it's it, it's all automated responses and there's no actual person saying those things to you and it just makes you feel worse because it's just it just rings completely hollow. Toxic positivity yeah. rings that way towards me. I, I, yeah, I don't take compliments well. I don't deal with super positive very well. I, I try See, to be, but no. It, and, no. And, and then you get that Mostly one... because my brain is always like, okay, what, what's this guy's real angle? What it, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, what, what is the ulterior motive? Here's the thing, though. Somewhere throughout the midst of all these positive comments, you get that one spam comment that links you to a site to download the latest uh, Scooby-Doo movie. And you're just like, oh, business is normal. Okay, it's, it's just a uh, it's just a spam bot. We're back to normal now. Exactly. All right, Ari, what you got next for us? Uh, to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Pac-Man's arcade release, the focus is shifting from normally eating, what you do in Pac-Man games, to uh, drinking with a line of Pac-Man sake. Ooh. Nanko started out making coin-operated rides for little kids, like the ones you see outside supermarkets or drugstores, and since merged with toy maker Bandai. But since they're diverse products, mixes don't include alcohol beverage production, the Pac-Man Nihonshu series, or Nihonshu being the Japanese word for what we call sake in English, is a joint effort with sake brewery Sempuku, which has been the sake business for over 100 years. Uh, the Pac-Man's offering, the Pac-Man offerings are new additions to the Game Legend Sake series, following previous tie-ins with uh, Sega. So there's one for Pac, one, there's five flavors: one for Pac-Man and one for each of the ghosts, Inky, Blink, Pinky, Blinky, and Clyde. The Pac-Man the Pac-Man sake is a Jumani Geshu brew, meaning it's made with none but rice in the fermenting and the fermentation agent and without any diluting. Ooh. That gives it the highest alcohol content of the set at seventeen point five percent. The red blinky sake burn like these of the unofficial leader of the ghost group checks in number twos with a sixteen percent, which is a it's dull it's a little for a smoother taste or a softer kick. And Clyde, Pinky, and Inky are about 15.5%. Each bottle is about 3,300 yen or 31 bucks, but there's also a bundle that gets you all five, plus a bonus six label, six bottle with a label featuring Pac-Man and a portrait, and a pixelated portrait of Japanese Enka singer Takahashi, Takashi Hosokawa for some reason. Hmm. Article's words, not mine. I do kind of want to get it, but I can only imagine how how much it'll cost to ship it here. Yeah, and I don't. If I did get this, I don't see myself drinking this. It's just gonna sit on my shelf collecting dust for all the people to see. Maybe I'll drink one bottle of it, 
but uh, yeah, it's not like you're gonna see me with the uh, the Pac-Man sake bottle with my fucking you know re like the crazy sauce straw shaped like my name. I would definitely drink the sake and then just keep the bottles. Yeah, I'll do that too. Obviously. I would probably use the bottles as um, flower vases. Makes sense. That's what I that's what I tend to do with pretty bottles. We we have a few trophy bottles from our trips and we definitely have kept a few that are just they're just pretty. The alcohol was good, but they were pretty. <laughs> Alright, so uh, who's got the last one? Mako? That would be me. So, uh, yeah, Pizza Hut is teaming up with a ramen chain, Menya Musashi, from Taiwan. And they are actually making a, um, they're, they're giving it a really weird name. It's going to be, um, uh, where is it? It's, um, a soul in every bite ramen pizza. So they are putting, um, onto this pizza basically what will be legitimate ramen. Uh, it's going to have the noodles, the pork, bamboo shoots, green onions, soft-boiled eggs, white sesame, chili flakes, and instead of marinara sauce, they're going to be slathering it in a garlic tonkatsu sauce. So it's going to be a pork stock sauce to mimic the flavoring of ramen broth. Hmm, interesting. It sounds um, really, really good. It does sound really, really good. I, I, I don't know how I would feel about the pork going through to cook everything together. That it, that to me makes me think that it might overcook the pork. Mm. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be uh, at the Pizza Hut in Taiwan. And they will be $15.50 each. I mean, that's comparable to a meat lover's pizza here in the States. So that, mm -hmm. I, 10 out of 10. Hey, who wants to go to Taiwan, have some ramen pizza? Let's mm. do it. I those, mean, if they're... those pieces of pork, they look like Spam. I like Spam. I like Spam, too. Masubi is the shit. Honestly, well, see, I've me, never it, had it, so... It kind of looks like the, uh, like, salami to me. Yeah, I, yeah, sal I like salami. I like salami. I like pastrami. I like the, the sausages and stuff. We're not bashing Spam. Salami, we love Spam, either chat. That, either that or really small slabs of pork roll. Oh. I mean, maybe it's because of the way that they have to prepare it for fast food. I don't know. Also, in, in a lot of Asian countries, pork sausage is very popular. So that might also be why they're using maybe like a pork sausage or a pork substitute of some type where it's it's a mincemeat almost because yeah. it stays longer and it cooks up more easily than just lean pork cuts. But I, I 10 out of 10, I would try. Um, Japanese and, and Thai, I don't know if Taiwan has similar style pizzas to Japan, but Japanese pizzas are very different from what you get in the States, but I'd be up for trying it. I remember listening to, uh, CADcast, Cheap Ass Gamer, uh, podcast years ago. They interviewed a guy who actually went to a pizzeria in Japan where to, basically it was 
the most American pizza you can get because of all the stuff that they imported in. So that's kind of cool. And if you hear any like sizzling or popping sounds, the kids are in the backyard shooting off fireworks. I mean, at least we're coming down to the end. As long as they don't blow off an arm or a leg, I, I, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't want or just fire, or just fire a random mortar into your window. They would have to. They would have to walk down the walkway in order to do that. And it's bad enough. I, I actually fixed my friggin' um uh, things in the window. You know, um, what do you call it? To keep um, bars. No, not the bars. Is it sound? No, 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 no. Screens. I fixed the screen ah. windows. I, I found screen repair tape, and I spent about a good half hour fixing them. I'm just like, they're going to shoot a mortar into my window after I spent a half hour fixing the damn screen windows. Sorry. Random bug. Woo. Fair enough. Um. But, you know, it's it, and that's that. So, shall we go ahead and wrap up the show? Yes, please. Yes. So, I need to eat and then go to sleep because I woke up at 2 a.m. today and I've been up since then. Yay! Ouch. I'm surprised you didn't message me at 2 o'clock in the morning. I was up. I can't sleep if it's hot. <clears throat> I know that feeling. Anywho, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you that we like and don't like about the show, we're, we're being straight up. So definitely check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com and the outside kids who are screaming just threw off my train of thought. So as I was trying to say, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at Anime Jam Session where you will see our weekly podcast, anime reviews, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplayer reviews, uh, links to our convention videos, links to our convention photos, editorials, and a whole lot more cool stuff. And that's AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can take our podcast on the go with us, on with you. Uh, whatever your favorite podcasting app is, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, search Anime Jam Session. You'll see all 450-something episodes there for your listening pleasure. It might take you a good year to get through all of those episodes. Uh, don't forget, we are on uh, various social media sites. If you want to see our convention coverage, uh, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, you want to know when we're going live on the show, uh, when we're updating our website and other cool stuff, uh, twitter.com slash anime jam session. If you want to see our convention photos and some cool stuff on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash anime jam session. And now we're going to go around the room for last words. So, last words are... My sleeve holes got completely destroyed, so my uh, shirt is now a tavern. Hmm... Last words, Mako-chan. I'm tired, but I also want ice cream. I have, I have two tubs of ice cream in my freezer. Last words, Ichigo. Well, I'm going to get some spaghetti, and then I'm going to get to bed. Yes, sleep is very important. Stay hydrated and wash your stinky hands. That was, a great, that was a great Russian accent there. 
I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't trying it anymore. My last words. I'm going to clean up where I was eating earlier. Relax. After I get all my edits, I'm going to try to put in some more time on Final Fantasy VII Remake or Splatoon 2. We'll see. But that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, a couple of things I want to drop real quick. Uh, fellow friend of the show, Michelle Knox, does a weekly podcast, weekly show on Twitch. Splat Smash Saturdays from like 6 until 10. And one of the special guests is an amazing, is an amazing friend to me and Mako. Guess who is going to be on the show Saturday? Who wow. I missed the end of the episode. I missed the end of her uh, stream. Well, she didn't announce it because she's still working on it. But um, Holly is going to be on the show. So it's going to be on Splat Smash Saturdays. Oh yay! Yeah. So I'm kind of yeah, excited I think, about that. I think Michelle's actually uh, going to be streaming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because of the holiday. Yeah, definitely. I'll be watching, but but um, yeah, Holly will be joining on Saturday for Splat Smash. So I can't wait for that. That's going to be fun. That's going to be awesome. You all should tune in and listen to Holly's wonderful, wonderful little mini-me voice. Yes. And if you're... She's, she's adorable. Yes. And, uh, and if you want to know, she's actually voicing Momo in Food Wars, so definitely check that out. And I think she, she's on some other titles that I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm kind of cool to see. You can follow her on Facebook, uh, Holly Sagara Voice Actress, so definitely check that out. So she also, if you've watched um, past uh, streams of ours mm -hmm. and seen my duo plushie, mm -hmm. she's the one that made my duo plushie. Yeah, bat duo, yep. So that's it. So that's it. I think we're done. End of list. We're going to get out of here. So I'm Aronima. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gummy. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. That is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. See you next week. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!